Week six of the NFL season uh, got underway last night. Chiefs beat the Broncos, who might be the worst team in the league. We'll yeah. see. The Rams don't get a chance to play them this year. Uh, Rams have the Arizona Cardinals. Rams get a chance to get back to 500. Joining us right now, Super Bowl champion, who will be on the call alongside J.B. Long, none other than DeMarco Farr. How are you feeling, DeMarco? Good. Who asked me what? <laughs> Say that again. Somebody said you ask him. I heard that. Oh, I'll ask you him. Ask me what? Yeah, I'm going to ask you this. So, um, I'm having the crew over to watch SC Notre Dame and celebrate Chris's birthday on Saturday night, right? So we're kind of yeah. talk. We're kind of talking about what sort of party guests we all are. Do you are you the first one there? Are you the last one to leave? Do you you know? Do you hit the food really hard? Do you go after the drink really hard? What sort of party guest is Demarco Far? Oh my God! Nowadays, uh, you know, I'm more of the you know the old man party guy. I get there, I'm, I'm scouting out for a good place to sit down. You know, <laughs> Jorge Close already called the, the couch. By the way, I did. <laughs> well, next to it, close to the kitchen. You know, in, in good proximity of the bathroom, and then I'll hang out all day. As long as I'm comfy, I'll hang out all day with you. Back okay, so, in the day, they oh, used yeah, to yeah. call me the, uh, the the Japanese assassin, the the ninja. Because okay. I would show up to the party, I, I would like you know sneak around, and then all of a sudden I am gone. You never saw me again. That that was back in the day. Yeah. So Demarco, um, I assume when you kind of find the seat that you like, are you letting it be known? Maybe you're taking your jacket off and you're putting it there. You're putting your drink right next to it because I'm I'm assuming here that you're kind of staking your claim, like, hey, this is my spot the rest of the way. You're gonna is tell that... him to move? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I moved in. I'm here. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm Paulie Walnuts. I, I will undo the, the pants, you know, half unzip the pants and just, you know, kick it right there. Take it easy. I, I've, <laughs> I'm actually moving your jacket just to see what you do. I'm moving your jacket and your drink just to see the reaction Wait, that I DeMarco, get. DeMarco, you said you're – so I remember last year for Thanksgiving you were, uh, I think, filling in, and you talked about how your brother does something interesting for Thanksgiving. Like, doesn't he, like, <laughs> like wear very comfy clothes? What's, ha- what's happening with your brother? His couch? The, the, the sweatpants? Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, this is every Thanksgiving right before my two older brothers get into a fistfight. <laughs> and this is every- Every year they get into a fist fight right around Thanksgiving, and it always comes up around football. Does, really, that does, was a good play. That was a bad play. This guy sucks. I like him. You sucked at football. I'm taller. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> does the same one always win, or do they do they go round and around? It depends, Travis, on how fast I get in there. <laughs> that is my job. Back in the day when we were kids, my job was to keep them away from the walls. Because if they put a hole in the wall, we're all getting it from mom. So now I just try to keep them from going to jail. You're like Mills Lane. This is me. Absolutely. <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah. So if my bra comes down, he eats. Uh, he scouts out for a place. And, like, he doesn't care who's around. He will drop his sweats and hang around in his boxers. Is that what you mean, Emily? <laughs> that's what yeah. you mean. Yeah, that's what yes. I meant. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is going on yeah. there? <laughs> Just so I heard this right, and this kind of goes together with what Em just mentioned to you. Like, if you came to my house to watch football, at some point you're going to unzip your pants in my living room? <laughs> halfway. Respectfully. Halfway. I'm going to let you know the food was good. Yeah, okay. that's, how, that's how you know the food was good. I'm full. I've eaten. I'm happy. Excellent. You know, I'm kind of full of some other stuff, so have zip. Yeah. 
I don't know where to go with that one, DeMarco. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll jump to the game here. Okay, we got Rams and uh, the Cardinals coming up on uh, Sunday. I, I've had this conversation with Trav a couple different times. I don't know if I know what the what the Rams are. I feel like every single, and I'm not sure they know what they are. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Every week that we watch Rams football. You might get super excited, or you might say to yourself, "Now nah, they're 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 below mediocre." No, you might say they're just average. What are the Rams like? If I asked you to, as best as you can, to describe what the Rams are, um, what are they at this point, and what are they in a couple of weeks, or is that answer just going to keep changing? Wow, uh, that's hard to put in the words. They're a young football team with some really good, experienced parts. Like they have a veteran quarterback. Uh, this is where you want to be. This is why it's not all bad, because you have a guy like Matthew Stafford. When you have that guy, you have a chance to win every Sunday. It's never going to be horrible for the most part. And you've got Aaron Donald. Uh, you've got Haley's Comet playing for you. You've got some good pieces surrounded by some young guys. I don't know what you call that. Maybe it's just uh, this is where you are after the F them picks era. But this is where you are. This is what happens. But I'll tell you what, Lee, they know exactly who they are. They really are. Uh, I think this coaching staff is getting the most out of their roster. Now, the problem is, when these guys are maxing out, how good are they? I think you saw that versus Philadelphia. Here, I'll give you uh, a for example. If you take me to Big Bear, train me for eight weeks straight, give me the best trainers. I mean, I hit every single workout goal I can hit, and I'm in, in the best shape of my life. You put me in the ring with Tyson Fury, I don't think I'll win that fight. But put me in the ring with you guys? I think I can win that. So, How's that supposed to mean? Philadelphia against, against San Francisco, going to be tough. That's the upper echelon of the NFC. Teams like Arizona, you should beat. You have the better quarterback. You have uh, the, the, the better defensive player. You have more options than they do in the passing game. So uh, the teams that are more in your weight class, the Rams should beat and will beat. But against Philadelphia, against San Francisco, against the cream of the crop, you're going to struggle. That's just the way it is. Super Bowl champ DeMarco Farr joining us here on Travis and Sliwa. So we saw the opening act of the Cup and Puka show against Philadelphia. If that's the first time they play together, how much better can it get? Because Oh, God. It, uh, Travis, it can get a whole lot better. I yeah. saw this before. This is so funny. What do they say in acting? Uh, the, the longer you, you, you stay in acting, you play all the parts. You start out playing the son, and soon you're playing the grandfather. Mm -hmm. So I saw mm -hmm. this same show – with Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. Hmm. Isaac Bruce was our guy. He was tearing it up. He, he had carved out a great career for himself in the National Football League. Then we drafted Torrey Holt uh, in the first round, and they began to compete with each other and try to show who's better, who's best, or uh, one guy's trying to keep the status. One guy's trying to take as many pass receptions from him as possible. And the next thing you know, we wind up in the Super Bowl. They did it twice together. So – I see the same show. I see it playing out again with Puka Nakua. Uh, Puka Nakua is going to do what he does. Uh, he was dreaming about this day long before he knew who Cooper Cup was. So he is living his dream and, and doing his thing. Cooper Cup is trying to hang on to that status, and he's got a, long, uh, a young lion right on his heel. So that's the type of stuff that will, uh, will, will uh, catapult them you know, even further in their development, and it'll help the football team at the exact same time. So I've seen this show before, and it ends well for the football team. Mm. Marco Farr taking some time to join us here on the uh, Travis and Sliwa show. Um, 
DeMarco, let, let's say let's say they lost to the Cardinals. Let's just let's let's fast forward to Sunday and the Rams lost to the Cardinals. How much does that change? Uh, I guess you can call it the rest of the season. What I mean by that is if they hang around 500, I think we all know that they can get into the playoffs sure. in the NFC. Anything could happen. Maybe these rookies, a lot of these young players get incredible experience and you go into next year with a completely different attitude. But let's just say that that wasn't in the cards. They lose to the Cardinals. They're 2-4. and four. Does that change what the rest of the game plan is the rest of the way in regards to how much are we putting our foot on the gas, how much uh, they're not? Well, they're never going to stop coaching. They're never going to stop trying to win football games. But I think you started this season with two different plans depending on where you are. So if you lose to Arizona, and depending on how you lose, let's say Arizona comes out and dominates you. Uh, They lead wire to wire, and they outclass you. The Arizona Cardinals, a team that we thought was going to tank, dominates the Rams in SoFi, and it looks bad. Then you might say, okay, option B. Uh, We may be sellers at at the deadline. And... Let's start thinking about a total rebuild. That that might be your plan there if it goes bad. If you lose to Arizona, I think that might be a good case for that. But if you go out and do what I think the Rams are going to do and run the Arizona Cardinals right out of SoFi and be the better football team from start to finish, then, look, you're still in this thing. Uh, it's not over. The only teams you've really lost to are the top of the division and one you should have got in Cincinnati. That's going to haunt you for a while. But teams like this, I think you can beat. You get through them, you get through Pittsburgh, uh, you might have a shot towards the end to contend. Remember, Matthew Stafford has more behind than in front. I'm sure he wants to compete now. Same for Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. Uh, This has got to be a year towards a goal of winning a Super Bowl. So the last thing you want to do with guys like that is say, it's done, we're going to pack it in. So, But you're counting on those guys to to lead you to victory, to help you out there, to lead the way. Um, you, You can't have and I don't want to say this is not picking on Aaron, but you can't have guys like Jalen Hurst just running around the field all day long with, you know, a thousand seconds to throw the football. Aaron's got to be Aaron. Matthew has to be Matthew. If not, you may shift to option B and start thinking about 2024. DeMarco, I'm going to switch gears on you here a little bit. The Ducks and the Huskies in Seattle this Saturday, uh, maybe the game of the weekend, both of them top 10 teams, both of them unbeaten. You look at Michael Penix Jr., you look at Bo Nix, the two quarterbacks going to play in that game, you look at Caleb Williams, who's the quarterback at SC, the defending Heisman Trophy winner. Who's the best quarterback in the Pac-12? Man, wow. Uh, I'll go with Caleb Williams for now, but, you know, number two I think will be decided this weekend. Mm. And, I mean, for the time being, I mean, that number one spot could be open, but you got to give respect to Caleb Williams. He is the guy, but... Yeah, as a Husky, this is big, man. I mean, you're number eight in the country. This is the chance for you to get back in the national picture, to get back in that national scene. And as a Husky, we have zero respect for the Ducks, period. (laughs) So beating them takes them out of national championship contention. That is job number one. Absolutely. Keeping Oregon where they belong beneath us. (laughs) Get that done first and then go win a national championship. Absolutely. Is Penix a pro? You know, he's starting to move up the boards, Trav. Um, I'm starting to hear his name more and more and more. And you saw what Jalen Hurts did. Yeah. Uh, I think the modern NFL quarterback kind of looks like him now. I mean, very mobile, guys with strong arms, uh, guys that can get out of trouble, that can create off schedule. Uh, we don't call those guys athletes anymore or change of pace guys. Quarterbacks. Or, <laughs> yeah, we call them quarterbacks now. So, yeah, he's starting to move up the draft board. 
Um, who knows? Uh, if you're picking, if you have a chance that, like, if two quarterbacks are off the board and he's sitting there and you're a quarterback needy team, why wouldn't you go after Penix Jr.? Uh, DeMarco, final one for me. So just to play this out. So Saturday, um, Travis has hired a taco guy. So there's yeah. going to be a – and the guy kind of said, listen, we kind of do like a 30-person minimum, <laughs> and there's definitely not going to be 30 people that are there. What's uh, what's your game plan when there's a taco guy? I could just I, – I, I thought I don't even go through the front door. I just kind of go straight to the backyard. I start eating. I don't even say hi to anybody. What's your game plan when you have a taco guy at a party? Well, you, don't meet me there. Beat me there. I'm going to be first. <laughs> yep. Guaranteed. Yep. Now, it's at Travis's house, right? Yeah, it is. You want to come? House, yeah. Okay, so I got my eye on Travis. I mean, my eye is on his hip. As <laughs> soon as he makes a move towards that taco, whatever, wherever they're dispensing the food, they're I am getting up, up. And going. Yeah. Absolutely. I will be right next to Travis when he's getting his food. You've Host been... goes first, and then once he gets his food, all bets are off. I will be back four and five times, especially if it's good. I'm bringing the poncho, and uh, bring my 25 bucks. We'll wait for you there. <laughs> Damn. Oh. There you go again. Damn, oh, okay. <laughs> good talk. I will make you. good. You will take a picture. I will hate it. But I will see it. you there. I'm sending you my address that is an open invitation. You are come on, welcome DeMarco. To come come on down. To see you. And if not, I will see you on Sunday. No doubt. Absolutely. Send me an address. I'll be there. You got it. Done deal. All right. Thanks, DeMarco. My man, man. I'll touch you soon. All right. You bye. got it. You better go. You better beat him there. I'm just saying. He, he said he's not messing around. You were worried about, hey, I shouldn't eat. DeMarco has a different strategy. And him. then respectfully <laughs> unzip his pants a little bit. Respectfully. <laughs> yeah, just to show is, that yeah, he try, enjoyed I'm the food. I'm trying to think, okay. like, what is the respectable level? Is the respectable <laughs> level that the zipper doesn't go down at all? Well, you got to you got to flip the, the zipper uh, down so it prevents. Right. Right, yeah, so, so it doesn't keep going. It. Yeah. <laughs> and look, when he explained it, it actually made a lot of sense. I want you to know that your I food myself. was so good, and yeah. I'm so comfortable in your company and in mm-hmm. your home that I'm going to relax a little bit. Yeah, yeah but, but do you need I, that as an down. example? I could come in barefoot and in a robe and say, I'm so comfortable being here. That doesn't mean that you're not uncomfortable. But, but barefoot in a robe does not mean that I've been a good host. It means you're a maniac. It, mean, like, <laughs> it means but, that you're the big Lebowski. <laughs> right. <laughs> that if you just show up and in a normal, you know, the Sliwa San Diego State hat. Yep. T-shirt, pants, whatever. With rookie, with, with rookies, welcome. And then at that point of the night, you're like, you're, you know, I just, I got, I just had so many tacos. This, and I'm not worried about offending you. Like now, I know yeah. that you're one of the guys. What I want to see His is brother I just straight up wore boxers, and yeah. they, he has to break up a fist fight between his brothers. <laughs> everything's. I don't want to do. I want to go to Demarco's family. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Except for the brother of the boxers. I'm what it's. That. I also want to see Jorge and Demarco fight for the spot on the couch, and maybe it's a arm wrestling. Maybe it's a what? What's the fight like? I said I have no chance. Yeah, there, it can't be a test Oof. of no, brute it, strength because Demarco. Marco's going to win that one. Um, Jorge, what you could play the card of, like, listen, um, the whole Niner thing, you know, uh, maybe you don't have to wear this, but I get this. Like, you can negotiate with him. You got a little bit of a uh, uh, opportunity strategy, there. So, yeah. Or I could put the poncho on the spot. He won't sit there. <laughs> 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 we need to put him where they belong, behind us. That was great. All right. Um, SC is on their way to South Bend to take on Notre Dame. And, I guess it's their best opponent of the year, but are they actually going to play a good team? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. As the host of our little event that's coming up on Saturday, Mm -hmm. I don't want to eat first. I want to see everybody else go ahead of me. I feel like the job of the host is going to say, hey, no, come on, let's go. I agree with that. Yeah. And if everybody just sits on their rear ends, I'm going to go, but I'm going to at least, I'm going to metaphorically ring the dinner bell and get everybody I, I going. I think that's the proper thing to do. Every time I go, I don't know how it is with your family or anything like that, it's time I go to my mom's house and she prepares food for everybody. I, Mom, eat. Yeah. She's like, no, I just got, I just want to make sure. Everything. It's like, okay, the that's food is cold. Thing. Food is like, cold. Yeah. No, no, just in a little bit. I'm yeah. going to do this. But I, I, but I think that is a host type of thing. I think that's, that's good. See, when I get there, it's like, uh, especially my mom's or whoever, Brenda's mom's house. And there's chips, salsa, whatever, like on the table. Like, hey, after you say your hellos, you go and see in the kitchen, and there's a chip. You take a chip. Uh, that's me. Like, I show oh, up. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, I'm not even cool going to ask you. I'm, that's why we're here. Uh, the, hey, beer's in the cooler and back. Yep. Help yourself. Yep. <laughs> yep. My family has a very clear way in which, again, if it's a family gathering, uh, how to start a party, or even if it's like certain family members, is we all, you know, pray. And it's a big circle of prayer. And usually my grandfather leads it. And then once that's done, that's when you're free to eat and stuff and if you come after prayer eat whenever you want but that's an easy way but if it's people i, I have over i yeah typically just encourage people to eat whenever what they time want. is your prayer tomorrow <laughs> whenever you say it right before you our show father up. who are to <laughs> that's you, when i walk in i want you if to you start guys reciting pray, everything knock yourselves out i'll be in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> go ahead no judgment here i just don't include me it's fine. We're all good. Yeah, whatever, whatever you like. If you like it, I love when it. You Thank serve you, Father, me, for these, our guests. When you yes. serve me wine, I want you to have two hands chalice. on it. I want you to hand it. After I have one chip. <laughs> yeah, that'll be your communion wafer. It'll be a tortilla <laughs> chip. Go, Why is Alan guy? getting in line by himself? I'll get the taco guy, eat the tacos, get a beer, and go watch the game. <laughs> is that oh, your no, phone, Slee? No, it's yours. Oh, man. That is so good. All right. Yeah. Uh, SC. Part of the reason we're getting together, of course, it's uh, Chris Morales' 40th birthday. It's 40, 41st About birthday. About a month after it's yeah. his actual birthday. Hey, it's birthday month. Absolutely. Well, it's not anymore. Birthday month and a half. Okay. But it's birthday. Please, birthday please is nobody the justify month. the <laughs> yeah. birthday still I, going. With you. Can we bring I'm a cake? That. <laughs> can we bring a cake? <laughs> you can bring the balloons that are still, by the way, standing tall. That'll be funny, actually. Yeah, That's a really funny. good idea. I may yeah. have to do a quick yeah, just run through here before the show, right? Grab them. Yeah, get some things together. Oh, take those. Exact ones. So, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Two of them are down. Like they're, they're, well, all half the air of them is out. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Why not? Um, the two, two criticisms of USC so far this season that I think are fair. 
Okay. And I don't know if we get an answer to either one of them in the affirmative, but we might get the 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 opposite. Criticism number one is their defense isn't very good. Okay, fair, and and we'll see what it looks like. They give up points to ASU. They give up points up to Arizona. They give up points to Colorado. Three teams that are at best mediocre and probably not much better than that. The other criticism is you haven't played anybody that's any good, right? That they played Nevada, they played Stanford, they played you know they they've played uh, Colorado, Arizona, Kansas Arizona State. State. Yeah. They haven't played yeah. a, a heavyweight yet, have they? Even if they go into Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is. Very lucky not to be riding a three-game losing streak. They are ranked, but more a function of having started very high right. than by winning a bunch of games because they've lost two of their last three. They played Ohio State really close. And lost. And yeah. and I get it. USC's dropping with wins. Right. And I understand the competition is very different. I, I get it. But my point is, if SC goes into South Bend and beats Notre Dame, Notre Dame will have lost three of their last four games. Yep. That's not a good football team. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, is the, is is the do we give them credit for winning that game, or is it the same thing we've said before? They can only confirm the negatives that until they play Oregon, Washington, Utah, yeah. or one of these teams, we're still going to be waiting around. I'd be impressed if they win. I, I know. I listen. You'll be seven and zero if you beat Notre Dame, and that is one of the games that we looked at before the season started and said that's a really tough game at Notre Dame. A little more context to Notre Dame. Ohio State is one of the best football schools or best programs in all of all college football. That was a three-point game. Duke is ranked. Yes, they beat Duke only mm -hmm. by a touchdown, but they, they are ranked. Rushed Clemson. Louisville is ranked. Yep. They lost to Louisville. I I don't think Notre Dame is a bad football program. I don't think they're a bad school. They're five and two, and I also don't think USC is that great of a program. So if USC, who's given up. It seems like 30-plus points per game goes to Notre Dame. doesn't seem like it. They have. They have. <laughs> yeah. But if they go to Notre Dame, I'm impressed because I'm also not that impressed with USC what they've done so far. If you'd have told me Does before, it matter, Housley? And for instance, if they win the game 45-42, to 42, do you still feel that way? Or if they win the game 35-7? to 7? I, think, I think there are certain games that you look at in college football and you say, just come out with a W. And then there's other games that you say, get some style points here. They've already failed on the style points against schools that you feel like they should be crushing. But Notre Dame, to me, is not one of those games. Notre Dame is walk away with a W. Whether you won 24-21 to or you won 45-42, to just walk away with a win. And now you're 7-0. and You went into you – know, you, we always say this with UCLA. By the way, 7-0 is 7-0. 7-0 is 7-0. And on top of that, Notre – that's – Notre Dame doesn't play USC the way Notre Dame plays Duke, right? That sure. there is a sure. it's a special game for them. Yeah. It's a special game for USC. So I do think it's the first time Lincoln Riley is is coaching right in this uh, been in that stadium in that stadium. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it I think it does mean something. And I I will as much as we've been critical about USC, the one thing that I can say they've done every week, they've found a way to win. That's all you can really ask for. I know they should be doing more. How is this sure. a game against Arizona? The Notre Dame game for me would be a very, not very, but it would be an impressive one. I think that the only thing that would impress me uh, with the win, or the only thing that would impress me, period, is that they keep them with less than two touchdowns. So if it's 14 
or less, or even if it's 17 with a field goal here and there. If Honestly, it's, if it's even, under 20, even I'm impressed. 21 or 24 would be a drastic improvement to what they've been doing. Yes, you can't just let it come down to the time ran out on the other team. Right. If, if it's but, anything but like here's that. here's the weird thing. You can. Like, I, I know I know what you guys you are saying. You can to get a win. You can to go 7-0, and and you still have other schools that you're going to play. It is impressive. But I think what's interesting is that this is the last sport that's left where you have to win hearts and minds. Yeah, style it, it's, points. It's the last one, right? Everything else. And to SC's benefit, this will take care of itself. Because if they just keep – if they beat Oregon, if they sure. beat Washington – Sure, you got Utah. It, it's yep. going to take – then mm-hmm. the, the, the question answers itself. But let's say – Everybody starts getting close. Let's say Georgia stubs their toe. Let's say Ohio State and Michigan both lose a game Texas. before going. Yeah. Texas already has a loss. Yeah, right? Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma loses one. And now we got into beauty points. This is the only sport that beauty points But you matter. screwed up already on the style points. The style points was last week. Yeah. The style points was the week before. The style points is not Notre Dame. Notre Dame is supposed to be a game you just win. Yeah. The style points is Arizona. The style points was Arizona State, Fair. Colorado. Those I thought were the style points. Is Notre Dame SC still Notre Dame SC? It feels like one of the few that still is. Like some of these class, air quote classic rivalries feel like they're starting to fade a little bit. And maybe if you talk to a fan, like the Red Sox and Yankees. Long, historical. Last couple of years, it just hasn't been as juicy. Maybe sure. it's because they haven't yeah. been. Like the Dodgers and the Giants still has a little heat. The Lakers and Celtics thing, I know historically it's near the top of the list, but over the last couple of years it hasn't certainly felt like that. SC Notre Dame, they've both been pretty good the last couple of years, and maybe not SC over the last 10, but prior to that, they compete for the same thing frequently. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there If I told you what's the best rivalry in the NBA right now, Right now, like I, when people say, oh, what are you talking about? It's Lakers-Celtics. No, it's not. Yeah, but there, there isn't – you're playing them twice a year. It's not the way it what used to be. What is the answer to that? That's what I was going to ask. I don't know if I have an answer for you. I don't, I don't know if I have an answer for you. If I could say we're trying to make a rivalry between the Lakers and the Nuggets, they face each other twice in the playoffs. Yeah, because there's no enough. one that gets angry at each other consistently. There's no – like there's people that knock each other out of the playoffs, but it's not like – they're gonna. There's no Kevin yeah. McHale clothesline and Kurt Rambis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think maybe you could say the the closest thing we've had to a rivalry was LeBron versus the Warriors. That's the closest thing that, that you can have. That was competitive, but it didn't feel the like Grizzlies. they hated There was more each respect other. for each other's game. I, a rivalry is that you, I mean, you might respect them, but you don't respect them. You don't respect the other side. That's what I feel like a real rivalry is. Is like that team. I cannot stand that team. College is interesting because college, I have no ties to Texas and Oklahoma, and I couldn't, I couldn't. But it was also a I good game. Michigan too. They but it played but, good but, games. But it was also a good game that if yeah. Oklahoma was up thirty-five to nothing, I'm not watching that game. And it Texas has been. blown it a few years, and you got to take something from the other guy too. You got to, they got to want something, and you, the Dodgers and Giants, for a long time, one of the teams was bad, but kept. On, I've said it on this show a million times. Joe Morgan running around the bases in Candlestick Park with his finger yeah. in the air or with his fist in the air still kills me. Steve Finley hitting a grand slam against mm-hmm. the Giants in the mm-hmm. last day of the year. The Giants had won like 104 games that year. The Dodgers had won like 75, but they knocked him out. That's how that stuff happens. The, 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 best, the best thing I could say to a, to a rivalry perspective is I'll use this. In San Diego, when you're playing the Dodgers, it's different, right? But when the Dodgers are playing the Padres, it's not different for you. Right. 
it's when you're playing the fourth and the Giants. I think there's also a lot of just individual cities that have their own, okay, hey, that's a special game, but not every, not everybody thinks of it the there's same way. There's a lot of them that go one way that the other guy didn't care The about. Lakers. Yeah. They the play Lakers the Blazers or the Suns or the Kings. The Clippers. Or it's special for all yeah. those uh, for Lakers, those teams. In- it's, it's just the Celtics. The, the most interesting one to me that has – and I know this doesn't have as much juice because the regular season for that sport is not good, so it's college basketball. But, like, when UNC and Duke oh, yeah. played that last year with oh, Mike Krzyzewski's yeah. last year coaching – Yep. And they played 100%. in the final four oh, no, to go to the to the that national championship. That's probably yeah. I feel like the biggest time where you're like, yep. that is a rivalry. That's a great Ho- one. Hawaii Boise State. Who could forget it on the blue turf? You remember that? No. Two thousand and seven. <laughs> Who's hot? Who's cold? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. I did Chris dirty with that. I should have told him it's Castellanos, but uh, we love Nick Castellanos. He's also known for when uh, the broadcaster was apologizing and you know. oh, more than once. Yep, more, he's more done than it once. three different times where yes. there's been a very serious on-air conversation yes. taking place when he hits a home run, and, and that's a drive to left by oh, Nick Castellanos. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what uh, Nick Castellanos is uh, known for, if you don't know him specifically from this. But yes, last night he scored, uh, he hit two homers to put the Phillies- For the o- second night in a row. Yes, over top of the Braves. It's amazing. His son was in attendance because his son apparently uh, couldn't have come to games in the postseason until then because he had schools and everything, but he was front row cheering on his dad. So that's why Nick Castellanos is hot for hitting those bombs. It was, yeah, but first of all, they there was a tight game, right? They, yeah. The only runs were scored were on solo home runs. It was an incredibly one them, yeah. tight game. Trey Turner hit one too. Yep, Castellanos mm-hmm. popped a couple, but I can't imagine who it was cooler for. Like, was it cooler for Nick Castellanos to hit a couple of jacks in front of his son who looked like he's about 10 years old, yeah. give or take? Yeah. Or was it more fun for the 10-year-old to see his pop hit a couple of jacks in a playoff game, and see 40,000 people losing their minds because of something your dad did. I think it, as cool as that moment was for his son, the fact that he's rounding the bases, that it's meaningful, and then he gets to see his son watching it all unfold, probably as cool as it gets. Hey, you right guys got I know the feeling. Come on. At the softball <laughs> game, I hit it off. Mike yeah. was there. She was yep. like, yeah. Same thing. You know, I, 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 think, I think I have, a, I think I have sound of that. Hold on. Does Travis go deep? Oh, Travis goes deep. Yes, I think wrong that's, one. that's one from a year ago. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, here it is. Here it is. Does Travis go deep? Travis oh, goes yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. That's Tur- the same one off. from right. a year ago. All right, so we're ready for who's cold? All right, here's who's cold. Who's cold? Well, it's Nick Castellanos because of his interview after the game with TBS where he was rude to the interviewer. Rude is subjective, so I'm going to play the sound real quick of Nick Castellanos with TBS after the game. Nick, nobody in Major League history has hit two home runs on back-to-back postseason games, but you just did, and you guys are headed to the NLCS. Where's the question in that? There's no question. <laughs> well, thank, thank you for telling me. I, I thought you'd be happy with that. Uh, I am, man, but we got eight more wins. So it was, it was funny. I was watching it as it happened, and it was like, well, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was exceptionally awkward because there's two ways to look. Castellanos is all business. Yep. He's all business. Yep. But we all knew what Matt Weiner was asking him. Mm-hmm. We all know that the game – is it a perfect question? No. Is Was it a question at all? No. But it was a way for – hey, you had a great night. Tell me about your team. Everybody knew what he was asking. He didn't have to do that. Okay. It was cold. I get it. But 
in a in a weird way, I, I really like it. Let me give you a, a good example here. Okay, I didn't hate it what he said at the end was like, "We're halfway here. We got eight more games to go." And this is a Phillies team that also it's not like this is the it, Arizona Diamondbacks. They're thrilled, right? Yeah. But the Philadelphia Phillies, they were in the World business. Series last year. This is business. Remember that time? And I can't remember the exact game, but there was a question that came to Kobe, and I want to say. I can't remember if it was against the series against the Orlando Magic or the series against the Boston Celtics, as in they were about to play in the finals. And one of the reporters said, you don't look excited. And Cole was like, what's there to be excited about? We haven't won anything yet. There's certain guys that it doesn't matter the moment, all the crowd. My goal was not to get here, and I can't get out of the – I'm in that mode all the time. I, I, I get that, and I, I, I get it. But there's also a, hey, you're the first guy to hit two home runs in back-to-back postseason games, and you guys are on to the NLCS. Yeah, man, we got a long way to go. Or Wow, that's a cool right. stat. Didn't yeah. know that. Or even, even if you don't want to acknowledge it, just yeah. like, you know, yeah, that's great, but you know what? We're only halfway home. we got to win four series. We've only won two. Hopefully we can continue yeah, to play Yeah, but then well. he's not going to be on our cold second. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't have to be like the yippee for me guy. Yeah, I know. But there is a general understanding of when you do these things that you got to do the dance. The Phillies, they are some they're, tough guys right are. now. They are playing with fire. I love they're, it. They're not like playing with fire in the, the bad term, but like playing with passion. a passion in themselves that they have something to prove and they are going to show you down your throat. What they are trying to do. They are doing the thing that I think every Dodger fan is so hungry for and so hopeful that shows up at some point. That that passion of 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 not just being good at what you do, mm-hmm. but refusing to lose, playing with that little something extra beyond just I put in all the work, I've done all the things I need to do, I take care of my body, I've prepared and let the chips fall where they may. That little extra, if I have to fist fight you, I will. I like that. You know what's funny? The, watching a Phillies game, there is an energy there that is so missing at Dodger Stadium during those playoff games. And I think what you've said about they're so tight, they're so they're they're as scared as what the players look like. Mm-hmm. Where in Philly, there's this we don't effing care. We're gonna have an impact in this game one way or the other. You know, you keep giving the the example. Kershaw's basically his first at bat. Was there ever a time where Dodger Stadium was excited Not over this those year. first two games? You you and I were at the game together last year. We'll talk yeah. about this in a second. Next gen, the official AC Heat and Plumbing Company of SoCal sports fans. Call eight three 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 N E X G E N eight three 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 Next Gen or visit nextgenaironplumbing.com. The energy was bad last year. The energy after the Dodgers won the opening game that you and I were at, the Dodgers kind of the clock expired for lack of a better word. Like okay, they jumped we won. out five nothing, five to nothing, and they mm-hmm. won the game five to three. And it's like, and, and there was traffic. Yes, Padres were in- Padres were a hit away from tying that game up. Yeah, and then the next two, three, next excuse me, next three games, yeah, yeah, quiet, tight. Mm-hmm. But it, it, but, it, but that's that's that, that's my point is it's reflected by everyone. Of course it is. It's reflected by your manager. It's reflected by your players, and it's also reflected by the fan base. So I got something wrong. Don't put that up there anymore. But J-Rod corrected me. I may have been wrong. (laughs) I don't like that one either. Uh, The Steve Finley Grand Slam was to send the Dodgers to the playoffs, not knock the Giants out. He's right about that. I got my two things confused. Mike Piazza hit two home runs, I believe, on the last day of the season on a bad Dodger team. 
to knock the Giants mm. out of the playoffs. That's the one I'm remembering. Got it. Not the Steve Finley one. So believe it or not, sometimes all of this Dodger stuff kind of smashes Molds together. together. I may I, have been wrong. I do remember that we left Lance Lynn in to give up four consecutive home runs. I do have that right. Despite the fact <laughs> that Christian Walker's their best uh, power guy. I don't know why they took him out. Should have just kept him in. Why not? At that point. Why not? Because you want to save. Better. <laughs> what do you th- maybe no, get it out of no, your system. No. He has to get to fifty. No, because you want to save Pepio. You were trying to save Pepe. Yeah, for game four. Five. You know, I watched the replay yesterday, hoping the Dodgers would win. <laughs> <laughs> Pepio is a good pitcher. At least you guys got to watch a replay. Who was <laughs> pitching well? He threw zero pitches in a in a three game series. Have, have you guys zero. ever watched that movie, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No, I don't think so. All right, so it's with um, Drew, uh, not Drew Carey. Literally watching it right now. <laughs> Jim Carey and Kate Winslet. But anyway, the, pro- oh. the exactly <laughs> the um, premise is that you can have the ability to have something done in your brain where you completely forget one person in your life, pretend that they never existed. So essentially, one of them chooses to erase the other from the life, and they fight back from that. So if you had the ability, if you had to erase every Dodger moment in your life, you wouldn't, obviously, right? But is there something no. in sports that you would want to completely erase? Yeah, Marlon McCree. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very specific one to me yeah. that no one else probably even knows this happened. My freshman year at UC Santa Barbara, we made the tournament. We went to the the not the College World Series in Omaha, but the, the t- start of the tournament. And at the time, only 48 teams made it. So it was hard to get into. It was the only time I made it in my four years at Santa Barbara. And we get sent to the regional at ASU. And we're playing Oklahoma State in our opening game. And we and Oklahoma State was like the you know, top 10 team. They beat us 5-3. to three. Good game, but they beat us. The next day, we're playing. We were the fifth seed out of the six teams. And we lost, and we dropped the loser's bracket. We're playing the sixth seed, right? And it's Penn, the, the Ivy League Penn, the University of Pennsylvania. They wear their uniforms weird, all of this stuff, right? We're like, oh, we're going to kill these guys. We had our best pitcher, Scott Longacre. What's up, Peck? That was his nickname. Doug Glanville, that Doug Glanville, mm-hmm. right? Longtime major leaguer, ESPN analyst. Doug Glanville hits a home run and beats us one to nothing. That's what I would erase. Because it was the only chance we were in the tournament. We were better than that team, but they had one guy on their team that was a dog, and he popped one and beat us one to nothing. The tricky part, too, about uh, Eternal dog. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is that you don't only erase the bad things, you erase the good things. Yeah. So it's like you have to, if you had to eliminate uh, everything, every single memory around something, so like, would you no, want to? Yeah, not. exactly. So that's why, not. again, if you have it to the movie, it's really good. Go check it out. No fue penal. World Cup 2014, Brazil. Rafa Marquez makes a slide and it doesn't hit Robin. They call it a PK. It wasn't a PK. And mm. then Robin later on admitted, ah, he never touched me. I was like, dog. Well, worst call, that one or the Beckham foul? Uh, that one. Okay. <laughs> Can I race Jamal Franklin deciding to bump Kemba Walker in the Sweet 16 and then Kemba <laughs> Walker went out for 40 in Anaheim? Yeah, but you got you had a run. You, you look, you just got to oh, the final game. Run. You got to the final game. Amazing the run. dump's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten, ESPN. Going to change it up here just a touch. Al, I'm going to start Shore with the two. Action. How about that? Seen that guy in a long, long time. We Good worked man. together for a long time. It was like seven days. Yeah, how funny you guys were saying that. Yeah, they they hired me here. Yep. 
And then literally seven or eight days later, he got a new job in, I believe it was Detroit yeah. at the time. He's doing some great things. Absolutely. North Carolina, yep. All right, Jared Miller. We're going to start with a tweet in the dump because this is something we haven't gotten to yet. Is there something to say that all top four teams are out in Major League Baseball? Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, and Rays. Should oh should all should all of their managers be fired too? I'm going to put that last part aside. It's not the top four teams that are out. It's the top five teams that are out. Okay, the top five teams: okay. Baltimore, Atlanta, the Dodgers, the Rays, and the Milwaukee Brewers. They all their five won the five most games this season. They were all out in the very first series that mm-hmm. they played. I'll listen to the to the idea that maybe the format needs to be massaged a little bit. That that fu- and last year Dodgers and Braves both out early, right? Yeah. We saw it. That there, it's a short sample, only a couple of years. I'm willing to listen to the let's kind of tweak it around the edges, but the Dodgers don't get to use that excuse. If the Orioles want to use it, okay. If the mm. if if one of those teams that's relatively new to this, sure. But this has happened to the Dodgers too many times. We can tweak it fine, but yeah. the Dodgers can't use it as an excuse. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have the answer for that. I think it's too small of a sample size to know whether it needs to be tweaked yet or not. I think you and I mentioned it. I think if you gave every option, if you want to tweak this, if you want to say, hey, if you finish with a one or two seed, um, do you still want the buy or do you not? I think you and I would both agree that none of them can, are can, saying we'd like to play more baseball let to, me stop you to right further there. our chances Imagine of getting eliminated. Imagine if that were the, the format, right? Yeah. That, okay, you're one of the top two seeds. Yep. You can either choose to play or not. Or play. not. Mm-hmm. Imagine if the manager chose to play. Mm-hmm. The amount of abuse that guy would take. Like sure. You're really telling me that you want to take another shot at a short series that's totally random, that's your but choice? But even a shorter series? <laughs> right. Where it's only, so it's even right. more random? Right. But I, I will say this. I don't know if it's the right format or it's not. Um, the Houston Astros have been in the same exact format two years in a row, and they have done just fine. So I, I don't know if this is going to change. I don't You're know right if it needs that. to change. But I think your point about the Dodgers... They don't get it. The Dodgers, this is before the format they were having this issue. One more here, Slee. Deion Sanders does not like the late games. It says, who made... This is a quote from Prime. Yep. It says, who makes these 8 o'clock games? Dumbest thing ever. Stupidest thing I've ever invented or they've ever invented in life. Who wants to stay up until 8 o'clock for a darn game? What about the East Coast? Do they even care about ratings? Is anyone watching? What are we supposed to do with the kids all day until 8 o'clock? What are we supposed to do in the hotel? Dion knows the answer to that question. He's just frustrated that he has to wait around. TV. TV makes all of these decisions. You can't, everybody can't play at 1230. Yeah. That ESPN and Fox and everybody else that at CBS that have purchased the rights to these, they'd rather go up against two or three other games, not 105 other games. Yeah. And, That's and, why. And it's every sport has it. Every Dodger game is at seven. Every Laker game is at seven. Um, this is not that uncommon in all of sports. You just have – I think for him, he might think that for his brand, get me in some earlier games because there are some people that have interest in Colorado football now because Dion's there, but 95% of the other teams, that doesn't mean that there's interest from the East Coast in, in a school like Colorado State. You want to play at 1230, coach a team in the ACC. I mean, that's kind of – if you coach a team in the West Coast or even in, in the, the mountain yeah, this region will, of this, this country, you're going to play late at night. Mm-hmm. That's just That's just the way – that it's going to go. Uh, no Deshaun Watson for the game against the 49ers. Is it 
I can't change my pick, right? I can't go and change my Cleveland pick in our pool. Sure, Be- yeah. No, no, sure you can. Not die. our pool, our show pool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say you guys, it was in Survivor. you guys are both still alive in Survivor. You can change that right up are until you in? kickoff. Yeah, we, everybody at the station. I, the I only heard guy, you who, the only guy who's out is not stepdad Leo. Oh, okay. But John, Bri- that's impressive. But that, Brian that Cohen, there's only 35. That we started with 130. We're down to 35, and probably 10 of them are here. So oh, really? We got a chance. By the well, way, you now, won it last year. I did. Now seven are going out this week. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Cohen is taking. How about this? This is a good week to be in Survivor because there's three double-digit spreads. Yeah, I'm taking one of them. I'm taking Miami. I they're, took Miami last week. I can't take them. What are uh, the my other mom's ones? taking Buffalo. That's another double-digit spread. That's who I, I, think, took. I think I took. Two. I think that's I think who I took. So everybody's either taking Miami or Buffalo. Brian yeah. Cohen, still alive, so you can't knock him. Gambling, flipping coins, Rams. Seven point spread. That's yeah. not awful. I don't hate. The problem is I just don't like that more than the other ones. But the weird thing is he's a Charger fan. I think the Chargers are going to win too. They play Dallas. Cowboys. Yeah. 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 Oh, I heard an amazing stat today. I, I've not verified it, but this is amazing if it's true. San Francisco's last 20 opponents, okay, the week after they play San Francisco, because San Francisco is so physical, one in 19. No oh my kidding. Gosh. Yeah. So, no kidding. So that's why I think Dallas is – I was watching Colin's TV show this morning. Colin oh, you, that you out. stole that's that a, one from yeah, him. But that's but, a great stat. Yeah. If that's true, that's amazing, isn't it? You know what the, the line is? It's that good writers borrow from others yeah. and great ones outright steal. So good right. job. Well, yeah. Well, and plus radio is totally derivative. Of course it I is. I mean, every bit – I mean, you know this from working on Rome show. Every So many people have stolen from Rome over the of years course. that it's ridiculous. I got a quick one for you because I, I got to go. I can't stick around for crosstalk, but I need you to answer this question. Okay. Which party guest are you? You know, and, and Oh, I'm the I'm Trav, I'm the like you're having a party Saturday, yeah. right? If I was coming to your party, I you're would welcome to come, by the way. Uh if it were any other night. <laughs> I just, yeah. What a great answer. Yeah. What a uh, great answer. The uh Jorge, are you going? <laughs> Yeah. What okay. happens if he says, well, no, 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 I, I'm flexible. I can work around your schedule. Yeah, I would just keep repeating. Like, Jorge knows. He's heard me do it. Jorge's oh, sure. heard me do it a it's, thousand I'm used times. To it. I'm used to it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. So, Trav, I would get there on time. If you tell me, hey, game starts at 4.30. Uh, we're asking people to show up at 4. 4.05, I'm walking in. Okay. First one to leave. Perfect. And you wouldn't even know. I won't eat too much or drink too much. You won't even know I was there. And you'll you're easy to chat with. Yeah, you're you're, you're good. And you're like, a good small talk. Person. I like talking to everybody. I rarely get too much. Although I I got hammered at one of Mason's parties. This is a true story <laughs> that he'll back me up on. And when I walked out, I meant to say to him, "Thank you for having me," or like, "Thanks for having the party." Blah blah blah. And Mason, what did I say? I said the opposite. Yeah. I, I like, I, 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 I like, I like walked to him and I go, Hey, thanks a lot for coming. He said to me, thanks for coming. I'm like, well, it's my house. It I is, really had no choice. You know what my no. interpretation of that is? What? You throw a good party. I know it's a good party. <laughs> yeah. He had the perfect comeback. Oh, wait a minute. Sliwa was at that same party, stumbled down the steps with Morales and went to uh, Rooster Fish Oh, that was your cookie party. Yeah, that I was, was the that cookie party. party. I didn't stumble. I just kept giving Morales drinks Oh, in yeah, the Morales was done. Well, back to me when I said that. I said, hey. Hey, thank you for coming. He goes, John, it's my house, and how many drinks have you had? <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa was driving, and she just goes, too many. Let's go. Yeah, yeah it's a, one of those. Yeah. We're, thank yeah, you. We'll, we'll, we'll see you guys most, later. Most of the time, I'm out. Were you just talking about small talk? Yeah. Well, yeah. Being, no, like, we were talking about. Are you at a party? Are you oh. show up early? I am On time or a little bit late? A little bit late. Okay. okay. Do you get after it, or are you kind of measured? 
Um, I get after it, and I try not to turtle. That's the big thing is don't turtle. Turtle being turtle meaning hiding too much. Hide in the corner oh. and don't talk to me. I'm okay. like I try to be really bold at parties. Go okay. walk up to anybody so there any, and have yeah. a conversation. Party starts to break up. Are you following the lead person out the door? Or are you the last one to leave? Uh, I'm poof. I'm gone. You're an Irish yeah, I'm, exit. I'm an Irish yeah. USC. Goodbye. The Irish goodbye. I have perfected to no other. Yeah. USC Notre Dame. Come come tomorrow. Come on, Travis's yeah. house. Really? Come yeah. tomorrow, Mace. Who's who's going? Slee Slee. Jorge, DeMarco, Jorge? Morales, invited DeMarco. Uh, Emily, we, we're it's Emily on the bus. She's being cagey about the whole thing. Is she? Well, if, she's, so, if, she's yeah. not, if she's not saying yes, that means she's not coming. Well, I she, agree. she had plans to go to Disneyland. So if you're going. But that's close to Trav's house. Disneyland is like, kind of like a commitment day. Right. Right? So I don't know if she's. You know what? I think we might. I think we might. I thought you were going to say Send me your line. address and all that stuff. Ireland, if it was any other day. Yeah. <laughs> and let me just take the line before he says it. Yeah, well, you're too late. late. Oh, you are too late. Oh, okay. Too late. All right, I'm going to turn it over yeah. to you guys. I got, I got more you important things to do. You got bigger names on the other yeah. line. Yeah. All right, see ya. Have a good weekend, man. Okay, Mace, you're the perfect person to ask about this because basically a lot of people were calling in or they were tweeting in and they were giving their – Who's the worst type of guest to have at a party? What's the type of guest that you're like, oh, this guy again? You've had a lot of these parties. Yes. You've yes. invited yeah, a There's a number very big cross-section at Mason's yes, parties. Yes, a it's number very of different like actors, people. it's sports people, it's everybody. Who is, like, what is the perfect guest, and who is the guest that's like, what, are you serious? Are you really doing this or doing that? Well, I mean, the loaded person is always the biggest problem. Yeah. It is free booze at, yeah. at a and party. Yeah, and you don't want them driving home. And yeah, and you worry about that. And we, th- and we you had your bar. Like, you had bartenders, bartenders that are Bartenders, correct. Yep. And yep. people that hit that too hard, I those are the people I have issues with. Everybody else, you know, I try to mix at a party, right? When it's your party, you've got to go around and talk to everybody. you got to have a conversation all over the place. Um, generally speaking, everybody's pretty cool, but the loaded people are the ones that I worry about and are annoyed by. My mom had a great uh, line with you. I, I, I have a lot of social options because my wife knows everyone and their mother. She does. And uh, so every night it's like, we're, hey, we're going to this, we're going to that, we're going to this. And so... I get exhausted during the season, and I'll say at some point to my – I was talking to my mom one day this years ago. I said, hey, I got I to gotta go to this party. I'm pretty wiped out. She goes, you're going to a party tonight? She said, she goes, is that going to be a good party? I go, yeah, like everybody I know is going to be there. She goes, really? A lot of people there? I go, yeah. She goes, then you know no one will notice if you don't go. That's a good point. Mm. And I went, you know what? You're right. Lisa would. Uh, yeah, but she goes to everything. So, so she's, does, is she okay does she if you go, don't go? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, she'll go. She she goes. Lisa goes out pretty much every night. Does she really? Yeah, she goes somewhere every night. Good for her. Uh, Life but, is about the living, man. Life is yeah, about so experience. She's, yeah, she's not getting shortchanged. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I was, I was, and I don't know. When you throw your parties, you love hosting parties, yeah. or you don't love. Uh, is it like no? Let me just oh, do this. It's a friggin' project. I was gonna say that's a lot. You know what's it's good about hosting a party though is you clean up your house. Yeah, You're like you yeah. get your house ready, and I, I'm like, wow, I haven't cleaned this in six months. Like, the, I, other, the other thing that's cool is afterwards, after mm-hmm. it's all over, you're like, oh, that was. Fun. I did good work I here. Good. That was a good party. People really liked that. So, 
Right, uh, and you always like I always bring something to a party when I come. Mm-hmm. Normally, some bottle of something, but if not, I'll bring food or something. When you, if you're the host at a party, you got a lot of you're loaded up after it's over. Yeah, for a that's long true. Time. You're stocked. You're so I told I told Trav. I said, Trav, so what do I bring? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Don't bring anything. No, you got to bring something. Yeah, yeah. As soon as somebody says, "Don't bring anything," they mean bring something. Okay, this is what he said. He said, "Okay, how about this?" He said, "Why don't you call me when you're on your way Mm -hmm. and ask me what I need?" Yeah, he might. You might need to stop and get ice. Oh, right. So we're out of lemons. That one. Yeah, because they're always. You either have to have to to call. You have to call for a delivery, or somebody has to make a run to the store yeah, at almost every good party. The beer run. Yeah. Everybody's you'll, got you'll a beer run. You'll run out of stuff. Yeah. yeah. This year, uh, I'm not having the party at the house. I'm renting a bar. Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just gonna throw it at a bar. A um, little easier. Uh, booze will flow. Uh, people will hang out. But it's, I don't feel like doing the whole Christmas at my house thing this year. Because I've got rel- – this year – Juan's parents are at my house for Thanksgiving, and my parents, when I say my parents, my mom and my not stepdad, are coming for Christmas. So we've got house guests for both holidays this year. Yeah, I don't think anyone will be disappointed that you're throwing it at a bar. No, it's at a bar. Everybody come to a bar. That's a pretty good setup right there. Our friend Ben Lyons once did that for New Year's Eve, rented a bar in Hollywood. That that Mm. sounds like Ben. There's a picture of- And knowing Ben, he probably didn't pay. Yeah, there's a picture (laughs) of me with Jamie Maggio and Amanda Brown. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I am so stoned. You can actually (laughs) see that I'm stoned. Um, and it floats around from time to time. Jamie and Amanda were both having fun. But, no, I, I this year, rent a bar. How about Dave Shore walking in out of nowhere? Dave Shore on the floor. <laughs> now, I Dave have, Shore, uh, if you don't remember, yep, was yep. the uh, operations manager, I think. Sounds right. Program yeah. Yeah. Operations manager here for a long time. And he was our Lakers pregame guy. Yep. And he would do the show from... Uh, crypto or then staples yep and we would call it shore on, on the, the floor, floor. Now, walk around do interviews oh he did, he had a wireless he, he was yeah, yeah, he did no, all that he was doing all that stuff and now he's running the als society in north carolina he's yep. doing really good work um and but but we miss him he was great what when are we going to get sliwa on the floor sliwa on the floor it doesn't have the ring. You're to close it. to the floor. Doesn't you're have about the, twenty. Doesn't have the, you're about how, twenty feet off the how floor. How about the Anaheim game? Well, the Anaheim, we were crammed in there like sardines. Were we yeah, down an, low or But up it high? wasn't even that. It was like we're in the huddle with Darvin Ham. Yeah. Really? Yeah, we were like on on top of the floor, and everybody Amazing. was. They they let's just say they had twenty people where they should have only had nineteen seats. Got it. it. Was pretty. Now you like that though. You like being on the floor. Yeah, I I would vote to be on the floor every time. I find it. I I would think it's so much harder to call the game at ground level as opposed to well you. You have to be. You have Darvin stands in front of you a lot. Like Chick used to complain about that. That's why, by the way, that we are where we are at Mm. uh, Crypto.com. They asked Chick when they opened that building in 1999, "Where do you want to be?" He said, "I want to be up off the floor because if you put us courtside, the coach and the referees block us and we can't call the game." Got it. Stu feels the same way. Michael and I are willing to put up with that because we like to hear what they're saying. Yeah. yeah, Oh yeah. yeah. You can hear, you know, what their conversations with referees and you can hear things going on in the huddle. Right. And, but believe it or not, so there's 30 teams in the NBA and there are 29 arenas because two play here. Right. Um, of all the arenas we go to, I think we're only on the floor six places now. Hmm. That's yeah, all the other ones were up It used to be different or whatever. Yeah, when I, my first year in the league, we were down low more than we were up high and now it's reversed. Even TV, it's reversed now. Like, TV is up high everywhere, Do almost. you call anything off a monitor? 
Yeah, if the uh, ref or the coach is standing in front of you and won't move, then that's your only choice. See, if I was doing, I would be tempted to look at the monitor because you have such a good view on the monitor. Yeah, and replays of this. Oh yeah, the replays. I know you guys are looking at the replays. For a long time, Michael and I were lockstep that hey, we if we're given a choice, we'd like to be on the floor. Right. And now Michael has changed his mind because he doesn't. They're cramming so many people into. Like that thing the other night in Anaheim? Yep. If you ask Michael now, and Michael will be in today, um, if you ask him, he will say, I like the floor, but not if they're going to like take all my leg room and, and squeeze me in like a right. sardine. I want an I'd rather and potato chips. Right. I'd rather, he'd rather have the space <laughs> than... Plus the, than the floor, and yeah. a recliner. Get the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the man. So he, he, that's that's all. That's all part of it. I was relieved last night. I guess everybody in the world got a lot of Taylor Swift last night. Was she all over the uh, football game? Yeah, they. Al Michaels said that they were going to show her in moderation, but they showed her a lot. Yeah. So I got. Uh, I won't say dragged, but I got strongly encouraged to go see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie last night. So I did. I was l- happy. I was in one of those recliners. Because uh, I could, uh, you know, like I nodded off during the 10 minute song about Jake Gyllenhaal and the sweater, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, but it was it was fine. It was was okay, it so well attended? It was well. It was a That's full was theater. Ask. People were clapping. Yeah. Now, see, song. she has encouraged people to treat it like a concert. Yes. Like she wants people to sing along and dance. Was anyone doing that? Uh, there was nobody dancing, but there was definitely singing and there was definitely clapping at the end of each song. OK, so I read this and this is a good question for you that. After she did that, after she encouraged people, hey, I want you to treat this like you're going to a concert. I know a lot of you people couldn't get tickets to a concert, right. couldn't afford a concert. So when you go to the movies, go with your friends, sing along, dance in the aisles, do whatever you want. And a bunch of movie theater employees came out and said, we wish you wouldn't have done that because it makes it impossible for us to control the experience. Does that Makes sense to you. You used to own movie theaters. But then AMC came out and and encouraged it. So AMC had a whole Have you gone yet, I haven't gone yet. And by the way, AMC, this is the first movie they've ever distributed. Yes, Mm. because Taylor Swift went straight to AMC uh, and, and made the deal. But AMC itself encouraged standing, uh, you know, singing, all that stuff. So but AMC Mace, if, as a group. If I was a patron at your movie theater and I went to you after a couple of songs, I walked over to the side and said to the usher, hey, I'm here to enjoy the movie. And these, these girls in front of me are standing, standing up, up, singing at every song. Go how, see it another weekend. How do you handle it as the theater owner? As the theater owner, I would say... Oh, God. It's a tough one, isn't it? It is an impossible one. It's the only one where you can say... I said It's the right. only I, one you can say, I, guys, this Mace, is this kind is of what a I would concert. Do, but, but you would know the dynamics of this more, better than I would. I would say to them, hey, this is a unique movie. She personally has yeah. asked people to sing, dance, and stand. If for any reason you feel like you've been shortchanged... I'll refund your money right. and, and give you tickets to come to another show. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to ask people to sit because she's encouraged them to do yeah, it. I also would think that, would right that work? That's the right answer. Um, a month down the line, if we went back six weeks from now and still in theater, people are not going to be doing that same thing. People are probably doing this like the very first two, three weekends. Right. After that, I think people are going to sit down in the theater and watch it. So and if you want to see it without that hullabaloo, see it later. What I think is interesting is, we can now expect this on a regular basis. Like, for example, in November, the Beyonce Renaissance concert is going to come out in theaters. Okay. 
I think a lot of acts are now going to Total, shoot, totally turn their agree with you into movies because not all of us can get to stadiums and buy expensive tickets, and this is a way for people still to be able to enjoy a tour. And what I learned from going to the Sphere in Vegas over the weekend was the days of just going on stage and playing music are over. Yeah, mm. you have got to put on a show. And seeing somebody on a 40-foot-tall screen like that in a yeah, movie changes theater your experience changes forever. the dynamic. The Sphere is – you guys will see if you ever get to go. Yeah, we're it, going in November. It is – it will change the way you think about live events because you're as engaged in the light show as you are in the music. And then I, I just think that, that it's going to be the end of – you know, like I remember one time I went and saw The Cars – you know, good band, yeah. a lot of songs. Good, a lot good songs. of songs. Rick Ocasek, Bowling yeah. Green State University. Okay. There you Rick go. Ocasek. Did you ever see him in concert? I never did. I never saw a band that put less effort into a concert. Oh, nice. That's they they basically high they, compliment. They came out. Bowling Green State University represent. They, they came out. <laughs> That's awesome. They stood on stage and played their instruments and you sang. Might think and they left. And I thought, there's no show there. Yeah. Like I always say, the difference between going to a Laker game and a Clipper game is that. The Clippers is a basketball game. Correct. The Lakers is a show. Yeah, yeah. You know, they put on... Uh, the, it's show business. Yeah, yeah. But would you go... I don't know if I would go to... Even if it's an artist that I like, are you going to... A, was that experience at a movie scene, the Taylor Swift, do you say to yourself, oh, yeah, I'm going to do more of these? You know, I probably will... See, I would go see the Pink movie. By the way, you talk about people that do more than just sing. The Pink movie, or the Pink uh, concert, is crazy because she is in the air flying across the stadium for most of it. Mm. Uh, that's, to me, uh, that can be a movie. I think people are going to want to see concerts okay. this way. I, I think... Because with how ridiculous the pricing is and everything else as well, maybe this is their only. This is the closest only way. way that they can see it. Yeah, I, I mean, also think it has to be a certain level of pop star, a certain level of show for it to be required to be yeah, seen yeah. in a movie theater. So I don't think that every person's going to fall into this category. It's like I don't know. I went and saw this band Muna um, this week. I don't think I'm going to go see a Muna concert live in the Correct, theater. Correct. Yeah. It has to be a certain level of pop star that I would want to go see. Well, for like me, I have homecoming. to have heard of them. I've never heard of Muna. Okay, you don't have to heard yeah, of them, right. but I'm just saying like i'm a fan yes so even as a fan i'm not gonna go see them so i mean maybe drake could do it maybe bad bunny could do it but it has to have visuals maybe ed sharon could do it. i mean there are big big acts that could probably pull it off okay quick question final one uh trav and i were talking about sc notre dame Mm -hmm. does it matter how if sc wins does it style points any of that stuff or it literally doesn't matter just sc wins and that's all that matters i think I would like to see some defense. I would like to see some defense in this game. And I would like this game to be pretty comfortable. I mean, Notre Dame is now a two-loss team. Uh, going to Notre Dame in October, and I don't know what the weather is. I was there one time. It's supposed to be a rainstorm on Friday, clearing maybe in Saturday in time for game time. The, the time I was there, it was so friggin' cold, and USC got blown out. It was really disappointing. Um, but I, I think this is a game that USC is going to show up. I think this is a game. This one of the reasons why they struggled against Arizona is that they've got Notre Dame this week, and I think it was a classic look ahead. I mean, we're going to get a very good look at how good USC is over the next six weeks because they've got Washington. They've got Atlanta Stadium. They've got Utah. They've got UCLA, which Oregon. is playing great defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to find out on a week-to-week basis. In the, in the final analysis, it's, it's win 
win in advance. I but I think some style points would be nice. Right, USC's to, defense is pretty good. Yeah, yeah there exactly. You go. Sneaky. You want good. me to end super crosstalk with a joke that my wife just sent me? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A man had three girlfriends. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see if I can get this to play from the beginning. Okay. Oh, it's an audio one. All right. So. Um, <laughs> A man had three girlfriends, so he mm-hmm. decided to conduct a test to see which one was suitable to be his wife. Yep. He withdrew $15,000 from the bank and gave five grand to each of them, saying, spend it as you wish. The first one went shopping, bought clothes, jewelry, visited the hair salon, mm-hmm. beauty spa, so on. When she returned to the man, she said, I spent all your money to look more beautiful for you, to please you, all because I love you. Second one. Went to the same shopping area, bought clothes for herself, a CD player, flat screen TV, two pairs of sneakers, and a golf club. When she returned, she said, I spent all your money to make you happy, to please you, all because I love you. Okay. Third one took the money, invested it in the stock market, mm-hmm. doubled her investment in three days. She returned the $5,000 to the man and said, I invested your money, earned my own, now I can do whatever I want with the money, all because I love you. So he pondered. Pondered some more, and after days of reflection, he decided to marry the girl with the biggest breasts. (laughs) (laughs) That is how you close out crosstalk. Super crosstalk is brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out Burger, that's what Africa is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Ireland with some more jokes.